0: some people don't understand the concept of daily winning it is possible because some people don't understand winning as a daily outcome until now here at champions for life podcast we give you ways to understand how to reverse your thinking about winning that yes you can and that it is possible to experience daily winning in small but powerful ways you will begin to change your life and become the champion for life you have envisioned for yourself. Hi, I'm Jana. You will be listening to JDC, my husband, a father of six, martial artist, entrepreneur, a servant of Jesus Christ, and a tough love kind of guy who will share with you experience, wisdom, and ways you can overcome any challenge in your life. So get ready to be inspired encouraged and motivated to take decisive action
1: good afternoon good morning wherever you're at in the world this is JDC coming to you from champions for life today my awesome guest is is jessica robles and what an amazing story here Miss jessica right we're going to learn a few about who she is we're going to talk about what she does how she can be of service to anyone that may be interested in using her awesome services. And then, you know, her family. And then another one that's really, really exciting. She's a martial arts mom. woo Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to talk about all these things and have a really, really good time. So, Miss Jessica, how are you today?
2: I am good. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me.
1: <laughs> yes, Man, what a pleasure to have you.
2: Miss Jessica, take us. A little journey there. You're a storyteller, yes? I am a storyteller. I enjoy telling stories of individuals and the stories of small businesses. That's what I do with my company, Stories and Films.
1: That is, oh, that's right, Films too. Well, why don't we tell a story? Because like film, you know, what, what words tell, film enhances or augments the vision, the picture. The video in your mind, and it does a lot for the emotions, right?
2: Indeed. Video it can be tough because as a filmmaker, you have something in your mind, but you, what's very important is that the viewer sees what's in your mind, and that's what makes it so difficult. I can see something, but it may not convey the same way on screen. But when it does, you know you're successful.
1: Wow. How did you get excited about becoming a storyteller and then connect that to what well, I'm going to use video for that and, and all the challenges. And I understand you won some awards and all of that doing a video, doing videos, right? So share that
2: okay. That is correct. I completed my mm-hmm. master's degree at Harvard last year, and I actually took a filmmaking class. <laughs> I took a filmmaking class very early on uh, in my studies. It was just an elective that fit in my schedule. I wasn't going to take anything with it. I just needed something so I could complete my credits in time. And I loved the experience. It was basically film school in the 16-week period where we learned the basic film and lighting and storytelling. And the projects, you know, it's a master's degree, so a lot of our projects are real-life projects that we can sell and market and you know we were encouraged to market our short films we submitted what we need to submit to get our grades but you know you we have things at the end make the cutting or cutting room and I took took my footage I submitted it to a few film festivals and I actually won a couple of awards wow <laughs> There you go. Wow. <laughs> wow. And and you weren't
1: expecting to win. You just like, let me try this, see if I fit in this in this genre right here.
2: Yeah. And wow. Yeah, exactly. I took I took a risk. I took a risk even with applying to Harvard. You know, sometimes it's just something I'm I'm learning to do. It's you know, I have an idea. And sometimes I go. Because I'm interested in it, I give myself a t- some time to think. I don't waste too much time to think about it, and I go with it. The worst I can hear is no, yeah. you know. But if you, I do believe, if you are interested in it and if you convey passion, it's contagious, yeah. and others see that, and you'll just improve your chances of getting that yes.
1: Wow, that is so powerful, right? Because, like, we we all dream, right? We all dream. But what's different is that I think, right, we have this dream and then we shut it down. I'm not good enough. I don't got what it takes. I'm not smart enough. I don't have the money. I don't have the relationships to get there. But, you know, there are those like you, like yourself, that say, you know what? I'm going to do it. Let's see what happens. I'm just going to go for it. I'm not going to tell me no. I'm going to tell me yes. Powerful. Powerful. Now, how did you learn to do that? How did you get to that conclusion that, you know, because probably it wasn't easy to get there. Probably you learned that. And what was it that taught you to do that?
2: I have to say, and this is maybe bringing the mommy part into it. Sure, yeah. I, be- becoming a mother really encouraged me to to go out and pursue things, you know. Children, especially young children, are honest, <laughs> and, you know, I try not to sugarcoat things with my little ones, but but the mm-hmm. thing is, as parents, we expect our kids, we hold them to a particular standard, and we want to encourage them that they, they too, can do anything they want to do. And... It would be very hypocritical of me to say, "Hey, you can do this," and I don't do it myself. So I had to be, For I had to, to be the standard bearer and the example of that. Hey, mommy, mommy did it. I can do it too. So that's really it. And my kids keeping me honest. <laughs> you,
1: you, you know, that's powerful what you're saying because you know, knowing how the mind works, you know, you probably saw your kids looking at you and saying, "Ah." Uh, you telling me to do this, but what about you? Right?
2: Exactly. Enough to move exactly. me and say, oh, man, I don't want them to point that out to me, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and powerful. young kids, young kids are really honest. I have a seven-year-old and a five-year-old, and you know, Sammy just turned five. And you know, young kids they keep you honest. And you're absolutely right. Hey, mommy, you said you said this, and they will hold you to it, won't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you said that, mommy, but I don't see you doing
1: that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we can take the approach: well, I'm your parent; you do as I say, right? Right. How powerful right. it is being a, a a role model like that, you know. That's amazing. So tell me, tell us, what led you then to becoming a storyteller? What was the, what was the point that you said, I'm going to do that? So we know how you went into film. How did you go into storytelling?
2: I wanted to give, and I, I studied journalism, and I always knew, I didn't want to do the hard journalism, the who, what, where, when, why, how. I always wanted to do what are called feature stories, the stories about people, because everyone has a story, and in pursuing that, and doing interviews, you know, I just always been more interested, and it gives me an opportunity to meet people, it gets me an opportunity to when I interview someone, them discovering something about themselves that they never thought of. I like to ask very introspective questions, get them thinking about things about themselves. I want them to go "hmm and you know and convey that and write about that and share about that. I've always been interested in telling stories. I didn't know I could do that in journalism until I pursued my studies and that's just really it. It was just a, a dream I had ever since I was, I was a little girl. You know, I didn't, obviously I didn't go straight there. I've had obviously other career paths prior to my studies, but I eventually got there. Just kind of being true to myself and working hard to help others be true to themselves too.
1: Wow. So you went, you know, I I'm picturing when you're speaking, right? And you have the, you have this other things happening and you say, well, I want to get into storytelling. And this is the reason why. And this will be so exciting. And I'm passionate about bringing that out of people. You know? And then you said, you know, I want to take that experience and just augment it more. I'm going to do that combined with video. And there you go. You went and did that, right? Yes, that's and, correct. And all of that share with us what has been any challenge going from connecting those two to then actually doing it in reality living it before you went to that moment where where you went to and said i'm living it this is what i'm doing now how did, how did that happen to you?
2: i think i mean even to even Till this day I do struggle with imposter syndrome. I know it's a cliche phrase, Ah. but it's 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 true and it's actual. You are in the place, sometimes you are in an environment that's unfamiliar to you or uncomfortable and you question yourself or I question myself, do I really belong here? There are other, you know, filmmakers and writers who are much more successful or whether it's financial gain or the number of followers or their audience, you know, do I belong here? So I I still struggle with that. And there are other obstacles, you know, I'm I'm still learning, I'm still growing. You know, I always want, you know, I always try to learn as much as possible. And then I get overwhelmed by the details. But I don't let that stop me anymore. I used to be a victim of what I used to call analysis polaris where there's so much information and then that, that I'm just and, I, and then I just do nothing I have learned to take a step back and just go and just keep on moving forward even with an incremental change I forget what the saying is but it's like a journey of a thousand miles begin of a single step so I kind of keep that in the forefront of my mind you know I may not get there today or tomorrow, but if I keep moving, eventually I'll reach my goal.
0: Wow.
1: And how was it for you when you actually reached that goal of being able to actually do it?
2: <laughs> Very, uh, <laughs> it's like, you know, like the scene in Rocky, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> up the stairs in Philly, it's like, dun, 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 you know? <laughs> it's like, yes! Yes, you know you're doing awesome. cartwheels and you know what have you? It's, it's it's a very very satisfying feeling. It's it's more than satisfaction.
1: Sure. It's
2: it, it's joying contentment and that it's it's a lot a lot of positive feeling.
1: Yes, 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 right. definitely. Wow. So then you're there. You have all of that. You're doing that. You have your family, right? Yeah. Tell us about your family. And what are some of the challenges that you have gone through as a family that you overcame? Absolutely, because of, because of the relationship that you both have.
2: Yes, I have. I have a very strong foundation. I have my husband Sean, who you know, oh, yeah. and you know my kids, Marlena, Samuel. We are, you know, we're a martial arts family, specifically, especially Samuel and Sean. Sean and I, we've been together for a very long time, about about two decades, but we've been married going on like uh, 16 years in August. And so we've been together for a long time and we've had our ups and downs. While we have two young kids at home, we had a child prior to Sammy and Marlena named Terrence. He was born with profound special needs. He had cerebral palsy and it was very, it was very tough. 'Cause and, and he had epilepsy. It was very tough because when he was born, the the day he was born, we were instant parents, but we were also instant caregivers. And you know, we're we're a young couple and we're trying to figure things out as all young marriages have to figure out Plus, having a child with special needs to, you know, to handle. And that even even that had its own challenges because We were young, and a lot of people didn't take us seriously, like, hey, we need help with our kids, and, you know, and, but we're, we're very, we're very, I don't want to say stubborn. I think we have very, we have dogged determination. We are, we are very, we are the type of parents that are very determined to ensure that we have the best for our children yes whether they are, they have special needs or not whether well, it goes with their extracurriculars that's why we are a an sma family <laughs> um yes. even, even their education you know if if we are able to research it if we are able to verify it if there is interest we are going to pursue it and you know while while our the challenges of our first son you know, with Evan and our marriage, we didn't let it get us. We didn't let it let it get us down. So, and that just having that foundation and building on that, and then knowing that we can have this type of child and still have a a thriving relationship and still be decent parents, actually led us to have subsequent children. You know, because a lot of a lot of families who have, you know, especially these children, you know they tend to stop or it's just too much for the marriage to handle and that sort of thing. But we didn't let that stop us. It's just, this is, this is our family and we're going to deal with it the best way we can. You know, we're going to pray on it. You know, we are, you know, we are a Christian family. We try to ensure that Christian values kind of lead our decisions because we don't, we're not omnipresent, (laughs) you know, you know, as long as we keep our faith and our values at the forefront and that we remind ourselves of that and teach our kids that, you know, I feel that we're always guided in the right direction. So
1: that's that's powerful. But I need to ask you, right, you're a young couple, you have these beautiful dreams about having children. How did you feel that, you know, you, you have this child and his special needs and you're from zero to parenting to caregiver all at once?
2: Share right. that. I can honestly say I felt like it was unfair, <laughs> you know. I like, you know, and I can, I can, I can even tell you, in, in all honesty, my my faith was tested, you know. I was like, God, why would you do this to us? Of of all people, Sean and I, I won't speak too much about his family, like, but I come from a broken family, you know. My my parents broke up when I was very young. And I'm like, you know, and I've gone through a lot of challenges um, in my formative years. And I'm thinking, hey, I've been through enough. You know, why would you do this to me? (laughs) You know, but after, you know, after you get through that, (laughs) you know, and you come, come to terms, I realized that my son, Terrence, he was very as blessed as I was to have him in my life. I do believe that he was fortunate to have parents like Sean and I. I am very convinced that other fa- I I'm, don't I'm say everybody, but other families may have pushed him aside, may have put him in the institution or whatever the case. And what's what's right for one family, it is what it is. But and we did everything with Terrence. We had what is it? We took him on vacations and we had road trips. We were like, okay. You may not be with us forever, but we're going to maximize this life to the best of our ability. You know, and it's, it was a lot and, but we did. And it was, it, it very, we, we were fortunate enough. Unfortunately, Terrence had passed away, but we were fortunate to have him for five years. And while it was a short time, it could have been shorter. And I'll take it for what it's worth because, you know, doctors were telling us there's no way. Just put you know, put them in an institution or don't worry about it. But we figured things out, you know. We we live in a really we we live in a very good time now where, you know, we're we can Google something or we could pick up a phone call or just ask and even the person that we ask may not have the answer, but it could lead us to someone else who has the answer. And we really did utilize our resources to the best of our ability to maximize our son's life, which ultimately maximized our marriage and our family life that way it is today.
1: One thing that you believe that his existence with you both is I can say with confidence that he was here for this purpose in our life. Well, What is that?
2: I think he had to teach us how to be a good couple and to be good parents. I think Marlena and Samuel have the best parents because of of Terrence. I really do wish they got... Marlena met Terrence, but she was very young when he passed away. She wasn't even a year old. And I was pregnant with Sammy when Terrence passed away, so they never met. I wish I do wish they had the opportunity to meet this little kid because he was awesome, you know. But they they got the best of us because we kind of got our our trial run with him, you know. Knowing that hey, just because someone outside of this unit tells us no doesn't mean that we have to listen to them. They may be considered an expert in their field, but they're not an expert in you know team robless or right, anything right, like right. that. So so <laughs> that's just that's just really it. I, I think that's that's think that's really it. And he taught he taught me to you know, to strive to be my best, you know. Terrence had, you know, occupational therapy and speech therapy and physical therapy on a weekly basis, sometimes twice a week. You know,' cause we want him to reach his full potential, the doctor's telling us he can't do anything, and here he is doing these things and what have you, and it's kind of, you know it's it's kind of like our way of saying, "See, we told you so, you know right, right, you can't right. tell us or anything right. like that, and if he's reaching his potential and he's putting his body through what he needs to do to get stronger and what have you. Why can't I? Why can't Sean? Why can't ours be children? So he definitely motivated us to keep around the best in who we were than who we are today.
1: Right, Correct. Powerful, powerful. So then life keeps going, and <laughs> you're getting more education. You're building your career. You're going for your goals, your dreams, your passions. And how do you find sovereign and why? <laughs>
2: Okay, so we found Sovereign because, so two things. The kids at this, when we we are a part of Sovereign family for, what, 18 months now? 18, mm-hmm. 19 months, I think at this point. Um, oh. Around that time, Marlene is starting school and Sammy is, about, he's still in preschool. So Sammy is like, I want to be a ninja. I'm like, oh, boy. okay, <laughs> you want to be a ninja? You're fine. I never, I won't, I won't say I don't tell my kids no, but if they have a dream, I, I help them with it. All right, you want to be a ninja? Let's do this. So we we went to maybe two other places in the area. We we we. I tend I tend to make decisions very quickly because if I don't, I'll procrastinate and I won't get it done. So we over over the course of a weekend, we visited uh, three places, including SMA, and I had the fortunate experience of meeting Sensei John. <laughs> and she's a sweetie. And, you know, it goes without saying, I may not tell her enough, but I absolutely adore her. And even, you know, my interaction and feelings aside, the interaction between Samuel and Sensei Jana was priceless. It was like, you know, like the heavens opened up. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, the halo. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Yeah. All right, this makes sense. Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> do <did> I sign? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> yeah. Know. Yeah, Sammy started right before um what his fourth? Right before his fourth birthday, but when I think when you know the ink was dry and everything, it was like it was like around right right after he turned 4 years old. And we've been there ever since. It's just I I, I must speak about our location cuz we're out of the railway. We're part of a family. You know, it's very, very family oriented, a little old school vibe, which I like. You know, I'm, 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 I tend to be kind of, I tend to be kind of old school. I tend to, I tend to look younger than what I am, but, <laughs> you know, I'm very, you know, I, I'm very, I, I do what I say, I say what I do, you know, and I, I do that at home, I do that at work, you know, how I am, how I am now is how I am. Twenty four seven, and I got that vibe out of the railway location. I got that. I got that vibe from you. I got that vibe from even the other kids and parents, because there there were other there were parents that are you know part of the program. And so I'm like, you know what? This 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 feels like home. This isn't this isn't just an extracurricular activity. This is home. We're gonna be here forever. <laughs> I love <laughs> it. I love it. You know, we're not moving anytime soon. (laughs) it goes family. it
1: goes family. It really
2: Really. does. And that's not, that's not, you know, that's not just a cliche. It's really, I felt embraced, you know, and my kids feel embraced. Sean felt embraced and it takes a lot to, you know, get him moving, as you know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So it it just, it was just an extension of our family.
1: Yes, correct. And, and we feel that way with, with you and the families that connect at that level, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's beautiful to, to experience that and to have that, right? Mm-hmm. So what a wonderful time here we've had, learning about you and your family and your challenges and your success and all of that. So where do we find you? We want to use your service. We want you to do our story. We want you to do a video. Where, where do we
2: find you? Sure. There's a lot of places to find me. Um, my, my website is storiesandfilms.com, both words plural. I can also be found on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Also LinkedIn, but it's not really up to snuff, um, at the stories and films company, uh, for all social media. And like I said, I basically tell stories of individuals and small businesses, and I also kind of help improve your narrative beautiful now one one more thing before we go
1: why tell us why it's important to have your story and film done go ahead
2: (laughs) it's very important to get it done because everyone has a story and everyone can learn from it in these times there are a lot of conflicting messages, and a lot of negative messages. And it's very important that we have positive messages out there. And that's just my little way of contributing to the world, to to help bring out those stories and share them with the world. And video, particularly because people tend to pay more attention to video as opposed to reading, though I do write. But that's basically what it is. I want to help understand themselves better and share their stories with the world. Okay. And you have a blog too, I, I, I remember
1: seeing all right? yes,
2: same same stories and films.com slash blog is my and you'll cool. get stories about your stories. <laughs>
1: awesome. Wow well, it's been great speaking with you and sharing and I love love that I got to know you more. Thank uh, you. I'd love to bring you back and great. talk on other topics that you've been uh developing and, and doing. Which I love that. I love that gap that you're connecting. And maybe we can do that in a few weeks from now. And thank you for, thank you for being on. Okay.
2: Thank you for having me. I really do appreciate it. Awesome. Well, everyone have an
1: amazing day. Thank you for being part of JVC Champions for Life. I love it. And remember, we got Fearless Warriors group. You can connect there and uh, that's on Facebook. And also don't forget to leave us a comment, share. And give some love, all right? You have an amazing day, everyone. And we'll talk to you on the next one.